our next guest um, plays for a team with uh, perhaps the worst and most insulting uh, team song uh, going around that the crowd sings out, uh, which is, of course, uh, Come On The Bay. Um, and they have no shame when they sing that. I once lost a quarterfinal to them at McLean Park and, and had to endure their then president or CEO of the uh, province singing it and getting the whole crowd to sing it at the aftermatch while we stood there and were just a part of it, us humble uh, Waikato folk. But uh, I guess no better time to bring them in. Uh, Amuso himself, uh, one of New Zealand's premier DJs, uh, Brad Weber. Welcome to the run home, mate. Thanks, mate. Black, white, all right. Come on the bay. <laughs> yes, you know yes, the word, that was the one. You know the word. Is that, that just a chant or an anthem? Oh, my God. Because it is the most sickening thing uh, to have to put up with uh, when you are in the Hawks Bay. There's no doubt about it. Well, Beaver, I thought you might yeah, get I'm, your... I'm too um, upset Mark, to talk Mark to Brad this week. back on and, and start singing it with me. <laughs> Well, I need to be in a 10-foot-tall Mara costume before I start uh, singing, Brad. Uh, this is, of course, we're talking songs in relation to uh, the, what the Irish have got going on post-game at the moment. Webby, can you think of anything song-wise, New Zealand-related, that uh, we would we should get on board with? Jeez, that is a, uh, that's a great question, Stephen. What have you had through so far. Let me see if I can support anything. Well, we've had a lot of Dave Dobbin, uh, Dave Dobbins, obviously loyal, um, and a lot of exponents uh, coming along uh, as far as uh, his options. Um, but I, I, I would big, almost say... Go on. No, I, was, I was just thinking, mate, I'm a big fan of the song Bliss, and that, that gets the crowd going. Yes, yes, well... That. Well, young producer Jacob's also on this. I just was having to get clarity that it's bliss and not anything from True Bliss. Of course, our response to the Spice Girls <laughs> many moons ago, which uh, so obviously Jacob, producer Jacob's just too young to remember. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, I'm glad we've got clarity on that. Now, Webby, if we can drift away from songs and uh, certainly uh, your Hawks Bay song at, at a rate of knots, uh, here we are, semi-finals. Uh, what a what a time to be there, and, and you got Wellington, who you guys have proven are very beatable in uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, well, Hawks Bay. Obviously, we we get up pretty easily for games against Wellington. It's the classic big brother, little brother sort of scenario, and we've got a lot of guys uh, involved with the Hurricanes at Hawks Bay, so they they certainly get up for that one. Um, so yeah, the motivation certainly is never lacking. Um, but geez, they've, they've been a good side for the last couple of years, mate. And yeah, we did. We played. We've, we've been playing our best rugby probably the last month. Um, so we're going to have to take it up another level to beat them again. Because yeah, we've beaten them once, but it's going to take um, another special performance to beat them again. Um, but looking forward to it, mate. It's where we want to be. Um, yeah, mate. Can't can't wait. Eh? I was going to say you talk you talk about the rivalry between Hawks Bay and Wellington, and and obviously it's famous. And one in particular moment of our generation will we'll always remember the Clint Newland, uh, the Mertialata. Yeah. Is are you putting your hand up to potentially be the Clint Newland of this <laughs> this generation of Hawks Bay player? Uh, look, Steve, there won't be much weight behind um, any of my punches, mate. So I, look, I, I don't think it'll be. They'll hardly put a scratch on uh, one of the other other boys. Maybe I'll take on Don Bird, David Vescoliath, sort of set up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I can get around I'm just going to ask you, Brad, is there anyone in that that Wellington side that really rubs you up the wrong way? 
Uh, yeah, Don Bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it just the um, size of the man or is there chat that goes on? He, yeah, there's a bit of chat. Uh, Dom and I have a lot of history. We grew up uh, in Hawke's Bay together. Uh, at, um, of course, he's a Hawke's Bay boy. His, yes. his old man um, used to coach me at Hawke's Bay under 16. He's a good man, played a lot of rugby with my old man. So there's a lot of history there. And yeah, he, he gives a fair bit of chat. Um, when he manages to catch me every once every maybe three or four years, so um, yeah, and he's just niggly. Like I'll pass, you know, I'll pass the ball, and then two minutes later he hits me off the ball and does all that sort of dirty stuff. So yeah, if, if any of the Wellington officials uh, for this weekend are, are listening, maybe if they could just keep an eye on that and look after me, that'd be great. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a few, uh, there's a few in the Waikato country who uh, don't think you'll get much help from a few of the uh, ARs uh, down in Wellington uh, from from our experience in the quarterfinals there, uh, Webby. Now, this has obviously uh, been your swan song NPC. Uh, what sort of what sort of feeling has it been for you as far as you know you're on your farewell tour? Every time you play somewhere different, it's uh, one last hurrah there and. Uh, you know, your Paris contract's only a matter of weeks away. What sort of feelings have it been like for you playing in this one? Yeah, it's, uh, I haven't thought a lot about it, um, Bees, but certainly there was that last home game that we had uh, at McLean Park a few weeks ago where I thought, you know, this is likely going to be the last last game at McLean Park, so I wanted to sort of give the crowd a bit of a show, and we certainly turned out that night. So, yeah, like, it's... Uh, I don't know, it hasn't really sunk in yet. I'm obviously planning on having two more games, Bees, and um, going out uh, on a high. Um, it's also actually... Um, so I needed to make the semi... So my, my old man played 49 games for Hawke's Bay, right? And um, last week was my 49th game for Hawke's Bay, so if, if I make it through to the weekend, it'll be my 50th. It's the last thing my old man <laughs> has left on me, so... Um, <laughs> So I'm pretty pretty excited to get my fiftieth, and then yeah, then he'll have nothing left on me. So I reckon he was he was happy he was happy for us to beat uh, beat Bay Plenty last week, but I reckon deep down he might have been a little bit devastated. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. These internal family feuds that that's going on. Brad, uh, when do you actually head off to France? Do you allow yourself some time for the celebrations? Uh, if you are to make that final in two weeks' time, when do you actually leave? Yeah, so yeah, funny you mentioned that, Kirst, because I'm in negotiations at the moment around uh, when I get my flight. My visa's just come through, so sort of <laughs> trying to uh, yeah negotiate my way through that at the moment, trying to get as much time with uh, with my family here before before I have to head off. Um, yeah, I think they're trying to get me over there as soon as the 25th of October and the finals on the 21st. So you know, I'm trying to trying to sweeten it up, but like. Um, and push it out a little bit longer, but yeah, I pro- most likely at the end of uh, October. My contract starts first of November, so she's a pretty quick turnaround, and then she's a long old slog. You mentioned your contract starts the first of November, Webby. I'm just interested to know if um, your club's already organised your accommodation, and, and if so, is there a lockbox outside it? Because I've I've had to book myself a few rooms in Paris uh, and around these gigs, and uh, it's really breaking my bank at the moment. So, is there a lockbox outside your apartment that I might just be able to slip into in the next couple of weeks? Well, funny you say that actually, David, because um, you're a bit late, mate. You, I don't know why you're asking me. So late into the piece because uh, actually Don Clayton McMillan, uh, he's he's staying in my apartment for the next three weeks. Um, 
from tomorrow. So unless you want to, you know, maybe top and tail with the big man, um, there's probably not much room at, at, at the inn anymore. So, yeah, you can maybe talk to Donk. You might be able to sit on a couch or something. Well, clearly we know now how Brad Weber was uh, co-captain for the last couple of years, Kirst. Uh, it's obviously very, very tight oh. with the uh, head coach offering his house to him. <laughs> oh, come on, baby. It, it, no, Donk's not the type of guy that you want to get on the wrong side, mate, so you've got to keep <laughs> keep sweetening up, uh, sweetening up the deal. So, yeah, now we're on good terms. <laughs> You, you, you mentioned what it's like. You, you haven't really paid much notice to your farewell uh, MPC. What, what, what do you think the competition's been like? Obviously, there's so much chat on, on a daily basis, it seems, that uh, the MPC's on borrowed time and financially it's not this or it's not that. What, what have you made of the actual playing and the quality of it? You, you obviously play at the highest level and then you come back to the MPC for the back end of the, of the year. You guys are obviously going great guns and one of the entertainers of this uh, competition. What have you found from across the competition uh, wide? Yeah, it's a good question, babe. Um, I'd, I'd say we probably don't um, see, the, I guess, the death of NPC rugby in Hawke's Bay because we're so well supported here, mate. I think we've probably, on average, got the best crowds um, across the competition. The you know the community really gets behind the Magpies. They used to be the, we're the biggest team in town. There's no Super Rugby team around here, so um, you know this is what the community loves. So you know we're we're pretty lucky here at Hawke's Bay with the crowds and stuff. So we don't see that, but certainly at away games, some of the yeah the crowds have been um, yeah really really low. I mean especially I think it was our, they're talking about that Shield game in Wellington a couple of weeks ago. Pretty sure we had more, it was like a home game for us. We had more Hawks Bay supporters there than Wellington. So, yeah, it is a little bit of a concern in terms of the support, but certainly the quality, I think, has been has been really top-notch. I think even if you look across the, the top eight, the quarterfinals last week, I would have said just about any team could, could win the competition from this. So in terms of parity, it's pretty good. I mean, you were obviously involved with the Waikato team, Beav, and... Geez, you guys were one drawn pass away from from beating them. So, um, it's too soon, Webby. It's too yeah, soon sorry, to mention sorry. that. Should have listened uh, to the transitions, coach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would have gone nowhere. You're, you're an absolute champion. I'm still not over the fact that you beat Bay Plenty last week, um, but I can definitely get behind you to go all the way in your final year. So to you, Brad, uh, all the very best in the coming weeks, and we can't wait to see you tear it up in France uh, as well. Yeah, thanks, Kirst. And, um, yeah, no, I appreciated, um, the, you know, us getting up over the Bay, or the other Bay now, um, last week, because, geez, we needed that win. She was a big old week. Uh, well done, mate. No, oh, you're a champion, uh, Brad. You're a champion. Absolutely. Thanks for always yeah. coming on the show. No, no worries, guys. Always good. And, and make sure your dad's okay, all right? <laughs> oh, poor Mr. Weber. Poor Mr. Weber sitting on 49. Oh. Who robbed him of his 50th? That's what I want to know. I want to get back into that. Who robbed uh, Webby's old man of his 50th? Oh, rough. Well, he was probably knocked out in a, in a playoff game, and he never got <laughs> yeah. it. Possibly. Possibly, and now and now his son's gonna surpass him. Do you reckon that's some cool history between um, Dom Gardner's family and the Webbers that their fathers played together and the sons grew up playing together and were coached by the others' fathers and now they're playing against each other. Do you reckon those dads sit there and watch it together in the stands this weekend? 
I tell you what, it's uh, Birdie's. Uh, Birdie is an angry man on the field. I can see what, and, and I can imagine Webby really getting under his skin because Bird. Webby comes Not up Gardner. to, yeah, Gardner. I, I just, yeah, I didn't want to make a big deal of it. It's still early in the morning over there. He's the other uh, big Birdie, lock. <laughs> it would uh, Webby would literally come up to Don Bird's knees. Uh, that's the. That's the difference in the two. They are, they are worlds apart. But uh, yeah, let's hope let's hope there is a bit of fussy cuffs. Uh, it's a wonderful semi-final, Kirst. I know you've probably long forgotten about the little stuff, the NPC back here, but it is a wonderful competition. There's some wonderful quality of footy going on, and and I feel the winner will come from that semi-final. Um, I hope Barnsley's not listening, um, but Barnsley's team will be in the final. I think they'll get the get the power of Canterbury. In, uh, in New Plymouth, they've lost Fergus Burke during the week, which is a big loss, Curse. But uh, yeah, one feels, one feels the winner, Hawks Bay or Wellington. I've got a feeling it'll come from that one. So, uh, B, were you that close? One mm. pass. Yeah. So we came storming back in the in the, and we had thirty five phases from five meters out after the hooter, and there was a couple of decisions that I'm sure the boys would like Someone the time again. On. Yeah, well, there was just some ignored overlaps. We we got very one-dimensional and, and one off, and uh, there was just opportunities at times to uh, to go that one pass extra. Um, but hey, the, the boys the boys threw everything at it. There was no lack of effort. But uh, yeah, we were that close, and uh, they've had a great last month, Kirst. So that's what makes it a little bit more disappointing because one feels that they're on a roll at the moment, or they were on a roll. But uh, Wellington, they're the defending champs for a reason. They've lost one game in the past two years, so fair play to them. And as Webby said, when you look at that top eight, really, anyone could have knocked out anyone in all four of those games. Absolutely. Funny you just mentioned that. I've actually just found my TAB ticket that, I, that had uh, Waikato winning at $18. I'll um, we'll just have to rip that up uh, now. Um, that yeah. was going to be such a good Thanks, investment. Steve, I'll rip mine up too. Yeah, sorry about that. You sort of gave me a glimmer of hope a few weeks ago. (laughs) The boys gave me a glimmer of hope. But it was enough. I was already spending that money. (laughs) In France. In France. It'll have to wait now. We'll have to have another bet. Well, we've got a TAB update coming up in just a moment. Coming up on the Macca's menu, thanks to McDelivery. Teamless Tuesday, keep your nominations coming through. We're about to name our team in the next 20 minutes of Travellers uh, or travel-related names. Tuesday, Brain Buster, questions without notice and a TAB live betting update too. That is the Macca's menu. Thanks to McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba!